Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Free coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Say every week. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Very excited for today's guest. Uh, let's bring him right on. Let's keep it going. Uh, hilarious comic, Lily Michelle. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Great to see you. Yeah, so good. How do you feel? <laughs> First time on the J Train podcast. Yeah, I am very sweaty because it's a hundred degrees outside. Here's the problem: we have the AC. We're in a very small apartment, and then you know Shelby is very you know Shelby's yeah. on the side of the listener. Shelby yeah. is here to make sure the listener has the most you pleasurable experience. You can't have the eh yeah. in the background, yeah. so we have to suffer for our own. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is what we have to do. This is yeah. this is the pains we go through for you, for the, the listener. Yeah. You're welcome. Everyone go follow Lily <laughs> at Lil's Michelle. At Lil's Michelle, which we were talking before. When you look yeah. at someone's, like, I know people buy their Instagram handle how I read it in my yeah. mind. So I've known you as Lily Michelle, but I've never thought of it as Lil's Michelle. Yeah. But someone's out there going, Lil's, Lil's, Michelle. Lil's Michelle. Yeah. No, all the time. They yeah. do that all the time. And then they also call me Michelle because they think it's Little Michelle. Mm. And that's a nightmare but just because you associate badness with michelle no just because my name is lily like my middle name is michelle my last name is actually kuistani but i dropped that for comedy because i didn't want to get too many jobs there's well there's yeah you weren't like you were like i don't want to be casting everything yeah i I want to give it around yeah no you you just went lily smith and hired for nothing yeah now i this is an interesting thing because uh Shelby's working the cameras. Are we okay? This is an interesting thing. What you're known at, you know, we don't like there are people whose Instagram I'm like, that is who they are as a person. Yeah. Like I see I see them as their handle. There was a there's a there's a I don't even a friend of mine. And she used to work at Caroline's and now she's a friend. I I she's married to Mike Racine. Oh yes. <laughs> And her, Microsene, very funny comic, but her Instagram ha- handle was Deb Ora. Yeah. And I thought her name forever was Deb Ra. Oh, oh my God. Ora. Like, I thought she was oh. Deb Ora. Yeah, that was yeah. What I, Deb Ora. Whenever I, I read Deb Ora, I always say Deb Ora. I can't. You think of it as one name. Yeah, it's like, why do we need silent letters? I don't understand it. Like, just get rid of it and spell it phonetically. Like, I don't. I'm I'm stupid. Like but, I'm gonna read it, Deborah. One of the be- Deborah. See, I read I read it as that's your f- Deborah, oh. Deb <laughs> Debbie Ora. Oh, like, it's I like thought her that was her aura. last name. Oh, like I I and <laughs> didn't even put together. And it's like yeah. it's weird these like mind games. And but it, I am at the point where I only know someone's name because I know them on social media. Yes. Like, if I'm not attached to you on Facebook, Instagram, I, I don't can't have any yes. name association. I can't remember it. But if it's, like, your handle, like, I really like this model, Camille Rowe, mm. and her handle is Finger Monkey. And whenever I see a picture of Finger her, Monkey. I go Finger Monkey. Like, I just, her handle comes to me first. That is, it's it's where we're heading with yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Like, you get to do, people are like, oh, I wish I could choose my own name. You did get to choose your own yeah, name. Yeah, you do. I have people, J-Train. There's yeah. J Train. I mean, I did think J Train was kind of your name because our mutual friend Lisa always calls you J Train. J Train. <laughs> I mean, her, she is glitter cheese. Yes. Yeah. You can't so think the, of Lisa without thinking about cheese or glitter or glitter. <laughs> I I just think it's such an you know we we forget that we 
kind of got the opportunity to do that. I, I, um, there was like, I'll never forget the worst prank that was ever played on me was I walked in and to the cellar and someone looked at me and I go, Hey everybody. Yeah. And one of the guys at the table goes, what's her name? And oh, I go, Oh my God. Cause I said, hi to everyone. Like That's I knew a everyone. nightmare situation. Because for I me. did know everyone at the table, but you I was know like, them, but you forget their name. And it's like, what is more? I don't know you than I don't even care to fucking remember. Yeah. Your name. Oh God. I hate that. Hey everyone. And it does bring <laughs> yeah. you down to earth. Like you walk in cocky. You're like, Hey you, you, yeah. Hey Mr. Man guy. Yeah. What up dude, sir? You bro? feel like the top dog. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, name okay. all of everyone's names. <laughs> Go for Go it. Go around the table. <laughs> yeah. Just, just give it the first letter. And yeah. you're like, um, I can't. I don't even know how to speak English at this point. Yeah. So we um, want everyone to go follow Lil's <laughs> Michelle. Awesome, hilarious comic. Um, we got stuff going on. I'm on the road. I'm back. I'm I'm in Shelby. Where am I? Where? Uh, listen, I'm I'm trying to change how I start these shows. We used to. Oh, oh, here's a big announcement. Big announcement. We've started an Instagram account for this show. I'm trying to. You know, you do some business. Yeah. You know, let's reevaluate. Yeah. I was seeing that I'm like, you know, there's people on my Instagram that are there for me, and then there's people there for the podcast, and there's people there for the Bachelor, and I'm trying to let's all go follow the Instagram account, J Train Podcast on Instagram. Go follow it. That's where every clip will be held for both J Train and Luxury Lounge. That's where all the updates will be held. That's where yeah. you get to learn about the guests. So go follow J Train Podcast on Instagram. That is where it's found. I got live shows. If you're listening right now, I'm going to be in Brooklyn, New York for the Chosen Comedy Festival. There's going to be a there's a Jewish comedy festival in coney island the chosen the chosen festival we were chosen (laughs) you guys were chosen to go on this stage in coney island so the lineup's fun i'm gonna be in washington dc those shows are filling up so make sure you get your tickies chicago illinois i'm doing a theater um michigan detroit michigan you're gonna be there i got family coming don't don't make me don't make me do a show for just aunts and uncles I haven't seen in 17 years. So come to the show in Detroit, Milwaukee, Albany, Timonium, Richmond, JaredFree.com. JaredFree.com for tickies. Um, and keep sending your emails. Shelby's reading all the emails. We're going to get to some advice. You ready, Lils? I'm excited. You're excited. JTrainPodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Keep sending them in. Um we got so much going on. I, I, you know, I'm back from my trip. If you're on Patreon, you can hear all about my trip to France and the tries and tribulations of that trip. So go to patreon.com slash Jared Fried. It's five bucks a month for two extra podcasts a week. That's a deal, people. Listen, I will say this. When I was in France, I was sitting there being like, I needed podcasts. Like I, yeah. I only had so much. It was like I was... Cause I, I, you know, I listen, and then you get on a walk, and you go, I got nothing. Yeah, you can't keep listening to French music. No, that was my whole life. Yeah, you're like listening to the soundtrack like of Midnight in Paris. Yeah, you're like right. I think I need a podcast. I need someone <laughs> to chirp in my ear. Yeah. So if you're sitting there being like, I run out of podcasts, the five dollars is quite a good investment. Um, okay, you ready to get into the emails? Yeah, let's get into it. Jtrainpodcast@gmail.com. Disappointing response to titty pick. Do you <laughs> relate <there>. to this? <laughs> been there baby see this is the one thing this is the thing that really separates us as a society yeah is some people are happy with them for having sent 
the nude. Yeah. And some people are, you know, are disapp- are just need a specific response. Well, I think there's a good response and a bad response. And the what? good response, there's a bunch of things that can be qualified as a good response. A bad response is nice. Nice? <laughs> that sucks. I don't want to hear nice. <laughs> you, that's why you said it. You knew it yeah, was nice. That's, I, obviously, it looks nice. But I want what you to... What would be a good response to a titty pic? <laughs> can't wait to touch them. Like, you want can't wait to touch them? Yeah, you want that- some- Sabine, I haven't seen that. Like I just, I'm confused. Nice seems you wanna, like, good. You want a descriptive... Can't wait to touch them. <laughs> okay, well, you say it like that. It well, that, I read it how it sounds. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, can't wait, you have to like, you have to, like be like... What the, about this? Okay, you send titty pic. Ooh. No. <laughs> you send a, a voice, voice note. note. <laughs> this, but this might be what the voice note is for. Here's the thing. Titty pic energy has to be sent with the energy of the receiver involved in yeah. mind so like y- your energy to send the titty pick yeah it sucks when your energy isn't matched i would say absolutely like, i think that's where people are left disappointed is i've sent this titty pick i am happy with it look at that i made a move i have made a confident maneuver to show you the goods that god gave me forever you get to keep that photo forever you can keep it forever yes and you respond with Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll kill myself. Jared, uh, I sent a guy, this this guy I'm seeing, a titty pic because I wore a flower-shaped sticky boob last night and its adhesive nature removed the spray tan around my nipple that it covered. Oh. Okay, so they were So this wearing... is a funny titty pic. So, yeah, so you are allowed to be funny. You can yeah. match the energy. See? Yes. Oh, look at that, you know, flower titty. <laughs> look at that, you know, I... I I, it you looks just, like a, it looks like a clown titty. Yeah, it's just like spring has sprung. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. So they sent a titty pic, and it was with a flower-shaped nipple, nipple covering. Yeah, they took it off. Now they have the the flower, the nipple. flower. Therefore, the skin around my nipple is now pale, but in the shape of a flower. In contrast to the rest of my chest, that is still tan. I was telling him this on the phone earlier, and he said, wow, that's cute. And when I sent him a snap of it later that night, he sent me back a laughing face emoji and then suggestive emoji, which is the smirky face, is what okay. we're saying. I found this to be very underwhelming. I, <laughs> I couldn't disagree more. Yeah. First of all, it's a funny titty pic. Yeah. So laughing and then... Yeah, I mean, I get his response because those are the two emotions he felt. Yes. You know what I mean? But to not send, if it's a Snapchat and you receive that Snapchat, you have to send a Snapchat of your face back or something. Like, you need to, like, not just okay. respond with, like, emojis. See, I don't even know, but what would the Snapchat of him be back? It's Is it a, whoa? It could, he could be like, making that smirk face or he could be, like, doing the, uh, don't, don't do the laughing face. My complaint is that the response that aren't enthusiastic enough to sexy pics are so annoying. My pick was hot as fuck, too. Guys, hype your woman up. Tell your girl she's fucking hot when she sends you a nude. If you're going to send an emoji, at least make it the horny, drooly one. I think they're being... I think you have to take the intent with which it's... Yeah. To me... He's definitely horny. That's why he sent yes. the smirk face. And also, you're dating him, so it's like he is, he's seen your tits, he likes your tits. But... 
I don't know if you're picking which emojis he should have sent. That's that's being too nitpicky. Yeah, I mean, of the thousand, you're like, there's one here. <laughs> yeah. that's the correct. There's answer. the correct answer, and the rest are wrong. I you're just, setting yourself up. I for also failure. don't agree with like hype this woman up. Like this isn't where you guys lead the march with. Like yeah. this isn't you know everything you do isn't a fucking ten out of ten. Yeah, absolutely. And so the idea, like, you sent a tit pic with, that was meant to be funny, okay? <laughs> he laughed, so your joke yeah. hit. Yeah. And it was also hot. Which is what he, you want. He smirked. Yeah. I don't know, you, you gotta, you gotta take the intent with which, I, I agree, you can underwhelm with your energy, but I think the energy matched I think pick. it did match, but I think she wanted more, and you have to look within and see why you wanted um, so much more from someone you were just casually hooking up with. Sure, I, I guess I have gotten this response before, where it's like, "Yeah, you're not giving me enough to what I'm sending from your personal life or from people messaging." From like, you know, if a woman sends yeah. me like hot picture, and I go, yeah. "Nice," <laughs> yeah, don't do nice, yeah, do nice. <laughs> Nice one word responses to a hot pick are yeah you are out of my life. I write back a whole poem. <laughs> yeah. This is the tit I care to see. <laughs> it doesn't matter where I am the Yeah, you put on the crown. <laughs> you do a voice note. Right. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Lily Michelle at Lil's Michelle on Instagram and Twitter. I'm looking for the uh, ads. We're sponsored, people. Woo! J Train is sponsored by Factor. Summer is for relaxing, not grocery shopping, cooking, and doing dishes. With Factor's ready to eat meal delivery, you can rest easy knowing you can eat well without the work. Factor has tons of balanced and nutrition add nutritious add-ons that help you stay on track all summer, like smoothies, shakes, and snacks. Factor makes it easy to eat well for all meals and snacks. These fresh, never frozen meals that are delicious and nutritious feel good all summer with calorie smart and keto options, portioned to keep you on track for your goals. Factor now offers 32 meals per week, including 11 keto options. Here's the, here's the reality. <clears throat> if you're eating for one or for you and your partner or whoever you live with, it's hard to portion. It's hard to go to the store and it's hard to buy the right amount. Factor is going to make sure that you eat the right amount. It's going to be delicious food that you never would have made. And it's going to be good for your wallet. Because we're going to give you a deal. They offer vegan and veggie meals, keto meals, calorie smart options, cold pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggies, sides, and more to keep you full, fueled and focused all day long. Head to go f- head to go.factor75.com slash jtrain130. That's a mouthful, okay? It's a mouthful of factor, baby. Go.factor75.com slash jtrain130 and use code jtrain130 to get $130 off across six boxes. That's a lot of money. That's code jtrain130 at go.factor75.com slash jtrain130 for $130 off. That's a deal, people. And also, especially during the summer when you're just looking to eat and get out of here and not do all this crap, that's what you got to do. Uh, partner with different interests. Feather, feather. Me, 29 female. Boyfriend, 32 male. 
have been together just under three years. We live together and spend most of our time doing things together, going out to eat, walking our dog, binging TV shows, going to after work events. We usually have a great time doing all these things together. Neither of us has a large friend group, so we are really content doing things just the two of us. One thing he loves to do is go clubbing, which really isn't my scene, and quite honestly, I hate doing. I've said very bluntly that I don't enjoy clubbing and would be fine never going. Most of the time he asks, I decline going and even suggests he goes with friends but he has said it's only fun if I go. When I do go, which is very infrequently, I have fun for maybe an hour and then just want to leave and end up ruining the night. I just can't have a good time once it's late. I'm tired and overstimulated by the noise, lights, and mass amounts of people. I feel bad that I hate uh, and that I hate and can't have fun doing something he enjoys so much and wants to do often. I'm wondering if I'm being overly difficult and just needing to suck it up and go out and put on a good face, and if it's unreasonable for my boyfriend to expect me to do something I have told him that I hate doing on a regular basis. Is it fair that I'm the only person he wants to do this with, so if I don't go, I am depriving him of something he really enjoys doing? How can I, my boyfriend, enjoy going out without me so I don't have to go? How would you have dealt with a partner having different interests and balancing supporting them and those and not making yourself... uh, uh, do something they hate any advice would be great thanks for all the advice and laughs what would you think about this one well i think it's you're both wrong <coughs> you're both kind of wrong here because mm. he's 32 he should kind of stop clubbing and well yeah <laughs> like it shouldn't be a thing where he's like twice a week babe we gotta go we gotta hit one oak you know yeah i wonder how many times this clubbing thing comes up yeah like you're 32 like this is a crisis like you need to figure this out but also if you enjoy doing something that much you shouldn't expect someone else to enjoy it as much also yeah and and here's the other thing if you're like a clubber like if you're like so that means you're not doing the table bottle service game you're probably just walking into a club and like paying a cover fee you're, you're paying doing the lowest level $30 for yeah, yeah, one no. drink. And it's like, does he just love cocaine? Like, why is he constantly in these right. clubs? You know, I, I don't think, I think also like there's, there's a compromise here. Yeah. There's totally a compromise. Absolutely. I, I can't tell the guy to stop wanting to club like this to say clubbing is an interest. Like I'd be like, Oh my God, get away from me. <laughs> Never speak to me again. Like if someone was like, Oh, my interests are going to the club. I'd yeah. be like, I'd be what? like, absolutely not. We no. are not. Hail. If you were like, my interests are lying down. I'd be like, we're soulmates. Here. Yeah. But if you were like clubbing, you're out of my life. I and can't. So that's that's why both of us are kind of like judging his interests, which is like fine. It's just there's a reason you don't see a lot of forty year olds doing glow sticks at the club. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You and just when don't you do, see that a lot. You're you like, freak out. Something is wrong with that person. <laughs> yeah. So we both kind of think this is an interest that he has, but might run its course if i were this person i don't think it's wrong to be like what sucks is if you go when someone's whole night depends on you and you're like oh hey let's go clubbing and they're like and you're like i don't really want to go and you go okay i guess i just we're staying in now now yeah and then you feel guilty see that's the thing that sucks about it is if he wanted to go and she was fine being home alone which she sounds like it is she's Mm. fine with that then he can go do it but the fact that he's like making her feel bad for leaving early or not wanting to do it that's kind of fucked up because you should I, be able to do different things. I would, here's how, what, what I would do if I were her. I would t- have the clubbing, I would present the clubbing as if it were sick days at work. <laughs> so you get two clubbings a month. Yes. And you have to schedule them a week ahead of time. Yeah, I need to rest. I need to do 12 hour naps. I need to know what's coming. <laughs> yeah. And listen, I will do this for you, but 
there has to be a plan. There's got to be what's the table service? What's the dinner afterwards? What's, what's the, the time, time out? I need these to be planned. Yeah. If this is something you want me to part of. Here's what I need to be a part of it and yeah. feel good doing it. Because the, the things she brings up are totally normal. Yeah. I don't know what time we're leaving. I'm always yeah. the one that's like, uh, let's go. I'm, I've yeah. had enough. The lights, the, all this. If he said to her, and, and this would be, if, if someone said this to me as someone that doesn't, yeah. you, you, we've both decided we don't want to go clubbing. Yeah. But if someone said to you, if I came to you, I was like, Lily, I got two bottles, okay, at a table, two Saturdays from now. Mm-hmm. I want you to get dressed up. It's going to be a great time. I got a bunch of people coming. We're done at 11. At 11, a car is picking us up to go to a diner afterwards. Are yes, you down? Of course. See, now that, and we started at eight. Now <laughs> yeah. the night has been laid out. So yeah. you have to let him know, I'm not up for just clubbing a la carte yeah you I don't want a be... last minute clubbing no 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 this we, isn't that's too much the thing is it's being presented as an interest is it like in the same way that going for a walk is a hobby <laughs> yeah. no 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 hey I'm going for a walk you want to come yeah. oh you don't want to walk I guess I just won't come no no no, no. this is a night out and he gets two a month two and you go these two need to be presented to me a week before then I will go with you also, he can do this on his own without you, but just yeah. this gives you. But it sounds like he doesn't have enough friends that want to do this with him, so yeah. that's why she is dragged there. But if this you is give the problem enough of warning, the last clubber. yeah. But also, she sounds like an introvert like me, so it's like, yeah, if you gave me enough notice and I loved you and we were dating, then yeah, I would do it for you. But give me notice and tell me what time we're leaving, and so that I can me- count it down on my right. clock. And <laughs> but now it's like a night you're doing together. Yeah. And now it's like, hey, you know, it, it becomes a little bit more exciting. Oh, we got club night coming up. And yeah. now you're going to get your night, too. You can go, oh, we got couch night where we do nothing. Yeah. You know, that's involved, too. Yeah, because I like to go dancing. Like, I like to go dancing with my girlfriends. Mm. But we're it's never like a forced thing. We're always like, should we go maybe this weekend? And then we plan it. And then we just dance with each other. And then we leave when we want. Right. This is This is too much... Pressure. You've made your problem my problem, and yeah. also the, the the biggest problem is they are lost. There's no friends they can. No one wants to go with them anymore. Yeah. So they're like out of people to force to go. So they're making it your issue that you're like, oh, I, I guess I'm with you. So I guess I have to go. To your but also putting tr- someone in that rave. position, it's not going to be fun, and you're both going to have a bad time. Right. When you force it like that, the complainer and the the person who has to listen to the complaints are in a bad position now. Yeah. Have expectations set. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do this one. Overweight husband. Okay. Jared, I'm here for your all-knowing guidance. All the feathers. I've been with my husband for 10 years now. Married for four. Since we have met, he has gained close to 200 pounds. <laughs> and I have no idea what to do to help him. I'm sorry to laugh. I'm really it sorry is, to laugh. 200 pounds, that, that is a that's full person. A substantial amount. That is more than, like, a, that's two children. Like a husband gaining weight, you're like, oh, 50 pounds. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure this out. <laughs> two. I had hoped once we got pregnant, he would see, well, it sounds like he got pregnant. Yeah. I had hoped Multiple once, times. <laughs> he got pregnant. He would see how important it is to become healthy for our daughter. Well, she's one and a half years old and he's more sedentary than ever. He works from home and literally wakes up, poops, walks downstairs, and sits at his desk. <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> this is 
I would never. I don't want anyone describing me. Could you imagine? Like a like a like a like like this is. I'd be mortified. I'm mortified. <laughs> If someone described my like anyone's life described by someone as if they were like a zoo exhibit, yeah, is disgusting. <laughs> like if they were like Jared, all he does is wake up, masturbates, farts, smells his fart, goes in the bathroom, barely brushes his teeth, leaves. Like you'd be like, Ugh, oh, don't my God. tell me everything I do. This, this, this third party take on her husband's life. He works from home, literally wakes up, poops, walks downstairs, sits at his desk, usually not even brushing his hair or teeth. Then after work, complains about how tired he is and just sits on the couch to watch TV for the rest of the evening. I mean... This man's depressed. Oh, I feel uh, so bad for him. Yeah. We laugh because we're like, this is... Yeah. My worst nightmare. My worst nightmare. But also like anyone's life, if described to them of what they do on a daily basis, it would sound sad. Yeah, I wake like, up and then I go lie down on my couch all day. Right. So it's very <laughs> sad. I mean, usually not even brushing his hair or teeth. I'm going to let the hair brushing slide. I don't brush my hair. That's a... And I don't I have think a lot those of are it. the same. Yeah, but I have a lot of... I should brush <laughs> no, but, my hair. But you if, know what I mean? like, if they were like, Lily doesn't brush her hair or teeth, I'd be like, oh, okay, teeth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, teeth is like, a big like, thing. What? Yeah, hair I don't care about. Teeth is, you got to brush your teeth twice a day. That's depression. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I know when I'm gaining weight, I don't want to look in the mirror. Yeah. So I understand the idea of like you brush your teeth less, you floss less, you don't want to be staring at yourself and the yeah. person that you've become. So I understand when you, you know, when you when you're gaining weight, you don't want to put on the new clothes, you put on the old clothes that have been stretched out yeah. a little bit, the ones. So I understand you fashion your life around you things stay that in keep bed you kill, all day, you stay you on the couch, you don't not only am I obliv- obviously concerned he will die early, his weight is also currently a minor financial issue and a bit embarrassing. He's broken two of our six dining room chairs. He broke a friend's beach chair. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. You can't say... <laughs> the, the financial issue, if you're like, you just can't afford all these chairs. Like yeah. That's not a financial issue. I think she's talking about the food too, though. Because <laughs> food costs a lot. Financial issue a bit. He's broken two out of the six dining room chairs. He broke a friend's beach chair. We're in debt to these friends for all the beach chairs. And literally the legs bent right out under him like a movie scene. She's flew, embarrassed. This isn't yeah. a financial issue. We flew recently and he wouldn't let me sit by the window because he was too insecure that he was taking too much space. So I sat middle seat for four flights in a row. I mean, that's the lead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She's being a little selfish. I'm, I'm in the middle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You have a He's pillow right next, next to yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, you lay down on that fucking dude. Yeah. He's traveling next month alone and is paying for more than we can afford to sit in the first class because there's more space. That's a financial burden. I have spoken yeah. to him seriously on a handful of occasions over the years, but nothing seems to stick. Again, I hoped having a child would make him take it even more seriously. For reference, I'm 120 pounds and often forget to eat. Well. Oh, yeah. Because you're watching him yeah, eat all the time. I'm also in charge of feeding my daughter and our dog. I simply can't take on his diet, too, since we all eat at different times. It's too much for me. Once every five months or so, he does keto for maybe six weeks, feels good, then goes right back to binging. At one point, we worked out together, but he can't make that happen right now with the baby's sleep schedule and his work schedule. Yeah, it'll make a lot of noise. Jared, what am I to do? 
how do I get him to make a change? I know he has uh, has to want to make a change, but how do I encourage him? How do we have this conversation without making him feel bad about himself? He's just so unmotivated. I can't be doing it all, but I also have to have him die. I can't have him die at 50, sincerely. I can't lose my husband or another dining room chair, LOL. Oh, my God. Okay, so... He's depressed. That's the thing is I have a cousin who she was a double a double zero size, very thin, very small her whole life. And she gained 300 pounds. And 300. 300 pounds. She has, I've never seen this. And she's the same where she stays home all day. She doesn't work. She just is on, she lives in Europe, so she won't see this. <laughs> but, international. Yeah. Uh, no, but what you're saying is right. It's like it, 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 it happens over time and then it feels like it's too much. And listen. Yeah. You're talking to someone who I, I've had my own weight issues. I, I've been down the road of, oh, I feel bad, so I can't. It's too much to come back from. I, yeah. I understand this. I We laugh because we know. I, yeah. I, I think like, in, and especially from her point of view, um, it is interesting what she's trying to do. I would say she's taking moves that I would be, it would annoy me. Yeah. The... The person who's 120 pounds and doesn't and forgets to eat, saying making it like what you're doing is what, what would annoy me is making going all the way to you're going to die. Do you I know mean, what I mean? Like he doesn't that he doesn't much think, weight, but I, I agree yeah. that is a that could be a consequence. Yeah, he doesn't believe it. We yeah. all think. It's me. I'll be fine. Yeah. No, none of us think we're going to have the heart attack. None of us we're think all, we're going to... We all think we're the exception to the rule. We're exception to the rule. Yeah. So the idea of like, well, you got to stay alive for our daughter. He yeah. sees that as an overreaction. I'm not yeah. saying it is. Yeah. I'm saying he sees it that way. So, you know, when he breaks the chair, he goes, ah, it's the chair. You know? He doesn't <laughs> yeah, the see, screws were loose. <laughs> yeah. Ah, these chairs were old. You know, it's like, oh, I'll just move to first class. I, I, I... I First of all, this guy needs to go see a therapist. I, that's what I was going to suggest, too. It's like there's an underlying issue here where he's not happy or something might have happened in his childhood that now he feels like he needs to eat to suppress something. Yeah. And here's some other small things she can do. You, you got to eat together. She mentions yeah. that they don't eat together. You got to yeah. sit down at a table and have a beginning, middle, and end to these meals. And if you're the one grocery shopping, stop buying snacks. Snacks are like yeah. the heart. Like, that's how I lost weight was I just got rid of snacks in my house. It's but not Take them the out of the house. I, I Again, you're not going to stop him, you know, you know, and also it is going to feel, she says, how do we do this without him feeling badly about himself? He's going to he feel bad. Fe- he already feels bad about himself. I, yeah. I think the minute you fall through the chair in front of the friends, yeah. you feel bad about yourself. So. Yeah. I think, you know, first of all, he's got to seek therapy. He needs to see a professional who can help him talk through these things. But most of all, I think you guys got to like, I, I think you got to start small. The, again, him doing keto and then going back to binging is the same thing as you going, you're going to die. Yeah. It is an extreme way where it's like, let's keep this in reality. Let's start with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We're doing this together. How about you and me? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, they, and that's the hardest thing to get used to is like you don't have to starve yourself to get in shape or to feel better. Absolutely it's not. It's going to take longer than you want it to. Everything that works takes longer than you want it to. And I but think, the time's going to pass anyways. So that's how I always saw it. It's just like the time's, the year's going to go by. I might as well make these small healthy changes. Like after work, instead of sitting on the couch, take your daughter to the park with him and walk around. That's, a, that's the thing like... 
you know what's helpful and so much on that note is like helpful for me is like getting up and having a morning routine yeah like getting up and having a morning routine like when you say he doesn't brush his hair brush his teeth like these are all things you're avoiding because you're like i don't want to have to deal with hey you're fucking you know you're not how you want to be right yeah. now so you wake up you brush your teeth you comb your hair, you take a shower, you shave. Like when I'm not shaving, yeah. I'm now letting something go in my everyday routine. She, this person needs routine and absolutely. the routine they're in. So these are like small things. It starts with therapy. It absolutely it, needs therapy because there's a reason why he doesn't want to wake up or get out of bed and doesn't want to do these morning routine things that we all do. That's like whenever I've gotten into a depression, I don't want to get out of bed either. Yeah. I'll bring and, my coffee into my bed. And leafy greens. Yeah. Lean protein. These are all... No, <laughs> I, I, I think if just, the eating together, the shame of eating with another person, helpful. It's very helpful. I, whenever I'm on a date, I eat so much less. <laughs> I eat more normally. Really? Yeah, but like less like like yeah. I'm like oh yeah that is a portion yeah. of the car. <laughs> that's the healthy amount. That's I the amount I should be eating. I eat yeah. healthier at restaurants because of that. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're bringing out the portion. This yeah. is why I talk about the factor meals. The, the the you know especially if you're not watching this guy. Yeah. How, you know to gain 200 pounds, you have to be eating a lot of food. Yeah, and I, especially during the pandemic, too, of like you're used to sitting down more. And then when you sit and you're watching TV, you don't realize when you're full. It's also about intuitive eating and realizing, oh, you know, I've had enough here. I had, this is what happened to me today. Okay. I woke up, I worked out, and then I did my laundry. And then I was like, I want egg whites. That was my plan. Mm -hmm. I usually get egg whites from one place, but I was like, you know what? I feel like I want a bagel. I want a bagel. Here's the thing. Bagels, if no food is good or bad, bagel's just a bagel. If you think of it as just a bagel. So I had egg white, turkey, on and everything bagel. I got done with that bagel and I was like, I want every fucking carb that's ever existed in entire <laughs> life. I am now in the carb zone. I want to fucking attack every carb. And you know what I did? I set my clock for 10 minutes. I said, Jared, in 10 minutes, if you need that carb, you can have it. Oh, wow. If you need it. And you know what? I got through five, and I go, I've, I've, I'm over the, I'm over the hump. That always gets me too. And it's because, and it's just like what you're saying. It's like, listen, if if you keep going, 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 you you don't even have this thought of like, am I even full? Yeah. And it's like, have I felt satisfied? Now I had my bagel sandwich. I enjoyed thoroughly, and now I'm sitting here, feel good. Yeah, because it also needs to process. It takes 20 minutes for us to find out when we're full. Totally. So it's like, just let it sit for a second. And like, that's why my brother who like, he has Crohn's, so he needs to eat slower. Mm. He like, he eats a healthy amount now. Because yeah. he used to eat so much that he like, didn't realize when he was full. And he like, eventually lost weight, but he wasn't trying to. He was just trying to be healthy. And that's the same with me and my dad and my mom. Like, we just like... We, t we took it slow for a while because we were eating too much as a family. I watch people eat. All, that's all I do. Yeah. I watch people with good bodies eat. And the one thing people with good bodies eat, they eat so much slower than me. Yeah. Like I am at a race to go nowhere. And they're yeah. like, 
Mm. They take a bite and then they put put their fork down, which was like a revelation to me yeah. because I grew up and my family has all been very like bigger because we're Persian. We eat mm. a lot. So we'd always just be shoving food, like talking sure. with food in our mouth. And then I saw someone put their fork down and like talk and like, and I was like, oh my God, That's, <laughs> you can do that? Different. Well, how about using the side of your fork to cuts things? You're oh like, my God. You're like, wait a minute, you 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 actually have to do this <laughs> with a fork and knife? <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com, JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored. Life's best moments happen around a roaring fire and a smokeless fire pit from Solo Stove makes your outdoor moments even more memorable. Instead of having to constantly dodge campfire fumes, you can sit back, relax, and enjoy the fire. Digital distractions in modern life can make you forget the important things there's nothing like a roaring fire to remember what matters i love the solo stove you know why it extends your home you have an area of your yard of your deck of your home that you're not using you bought it you own it you don't use it because you're like what the fuck are we going to do in that corner well you put a solo stove over there you got a couple beers out there now you've taken a corner of your home and you've made it usable fun a memory maker Upgrade your backyard with Solo Stove Fire Pit and create story-worthy moments without the fireside fumes. Solo stoves are constructed using beautiful stainless steel design, specifically designed to regulate airflow and burn more efficiently. It's the perfect catalyst for getting outside and spending more time with family and friends. Solo Stove Fire Pits are engineered to be used Easy to use and are built to last. Lights with a few bits of starter. Your fire is blazing in just a minute. They're so comfy. You'll love it. They'll offer a lifetime warranty and a free 30-day free return policy. Get big discounts on all fire pits during Solo Stove's summer sale. Use promo code JTRAIN at solostove.com for an extra $10 off. That's solostove.com, promo code JTRAIN for $10 off on top of their incredible summer sale discounts. Here with Lil's Michelle, at Lil's Michelle. Go follow on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, let's go on to Dating Roller Coaster. Okay. Papa JT. My friend told me I should write in, so here I am. Okay, here we go. I was set up on a blind date by a friend. We had a great time, instantly clicked. From that day on, we started hanging out very frequently. After two weeks, we became official. Fast forward one week, we dived in by spending all our time together and him staying over often, and it seemed like he panicked. He broke it off saying he needs to focus on his career. He's a realtor. And basically, he wants to be more established before getting into a serious relationship. He's 24, I'm 26. We didn't talk about a week, uh, about a week and slowly started to see each other here and there. With him wanting to stay friends, but it slipped into what seems like dating at a slower pace. Now I'm in this weird limbo where we hang out about once a week and seem like we're in a relationship when we're together. But one week, it seems like he's in love with me. And the next week, we barely talk, especially during the week. Should I try to enjoy the slower pace since I think he's great most of the time? Or should I just try to let him figure out what he wants? It seems like it's basically a relationship, but I don't want to have the what are we talk. But sometimes I don't feel like I get enough from him since it isn't actually a relationship. What do you think? What is your sign? You know, <laughs> I want to know their astrological signs immediately. <laughs> their signs are, uh, she should end. Here's a sign. End it. Really? You think end it? He has told her, he's like, he basically was like, I'm going to woo you into liking me. And now I've wooed too much. And now I have added responsibility of you and I'm not confident enough to take on all that responsibility because I'm not sure where my life is going. And I'm now I'm trying to unwoo you. Yeah. And, but and it's been like a month, role. right? Yeah. That's 
Okay, this is, I had this problem too. <coughs> I would always like a month in be like, what are we? Where is this going? And it's like, relax, it's been a month. Yeah, but here's the thing. He, I agree with you where you can go, this is what it is. We're yeah. enjoying each other's company. We're having fun. But he is the one that went, let me get you hang out every day. And let me get you yeah. used to the drug of this whatever it is. Yeah. And then he's going, oh, I got, I got an addict on our hands. And he's like, and now she's left to go, well, I want more of you. And this feels like you're avoiding me. Absolutely. I think once a week is healthy. I don't think it's healthy that he started off with like five times a week and then went to once a week. Mm. Once a week to me is ideal for the first two months. Yeah. But he's also 24, so he's actually 17. You know what I mean? It's sure. not like he's not there yet in the maturity. No. So if you want more and he's not giving it to you, then absolutely end it. And for next time, it's like go at a slower pace, even if they're trying to push this agenda on you. Here's the, I agree with like, the, I guess, you know, what I agree with you is that it's not over. But you can't sit here and go, I don't deserve to say where I feel let down. You can say that, absolutely. Like where she's saying, I don't feel like I get enough from him since it is an actual relationship. You're in a relationship. Yeah. I think the one thing that makes it helpful is if you admit, we're in something. Well, yeah. We're doing something. We're people two get people. so scared of the word relationship, but even a friendship is a relationship. Yes. Relationship just describes two people who know each other. Yes. Yeah. The nature of this relationship is these are two people who are sexually attracted to one another that yeah. enjoy each other's time together and are getting to know each other, and that's okay. Yeah. So if, if, anyone, if anyone you have a relationship can let you down and you can let them know, in this relationship, you're not acting up to speed. Absolutely. So when you say like, hey... The problem is she knows he has the capacity to do every day of the week. That's probably, yeah. And now she's going, he must be avoiding me if he's not doing the- He's not avoiding you. He's dating other people. That's what's happening. That could be true. I That's, mean, he's 24. I yeah. mean, the, every 24 year old I know is always dating like a couple different people at the same time. And then six months later goes, oh, I actually really like this one of mm -hmm. the four, you know? But I think they're not men yet. Well, that is true. Like, it's funny that like Dane Cook gets like shit for like dating a 23 year old. Like, I don't know. I'm sure yeah. they started when she was way too young and like that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. But like, when people are like, when you see like a 50 year old guy date a 20, get engaged with 20, everyone's like, Ugh. and you're like, yeah. couldn't the same be said of like a 24 year old woman dating a 24 year old man? It's like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. With that fucking the maturity idiot? level is off. Off. Yeah. And, that's why he is going, I don't know what I can do. I want to get myself established. He's scared. And Absolutely. I think it's tough because she, the, the tough part is she's like, I was having fun. We were cool. And then he freaks out. Yeah. He backs off to a level that she would have been cool with anyways. Yeah, you should have started with that. But at the same time, I don't think girls, and I mean myself with this too, it's like we don't realize the energy we put out can be sometimes intimidating. Not in like, just like kind of like intense of like, they know that we really like them and that freaks them out. Yeah, but that's not, you know, I, I don't think that's a reason to go, I shouldn't like them as much as I do. No, or but I, I think that freaks out someone that doesn't have the emotional maturity that we're looking for. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think he doesn't, he's like, okay, we have to go somewhere next. Yeah. And it's like, you know, where is this going? 
And it's like, I think that's what intimidates guys is yeah. like, she's going to know, like, whereas she is sitting here going, I, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. So this situation actually happened to me last year. Okay. <laughs> I was 27 and he was 23 and we like, there was a month where we were just so intense, like FaceTiming, texting every day, seeing each other four times a week. And then it kind of blew up because he was like, wait, 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 we're not dating. And I was like, well, we are dating. You're just not my boyfriend. And it was too much for him. And like recently we talked about it again and he was like, I really liked you. I just was so like, I just was young and I just kind of wanted to take things slower. Mm -hmm. And we already set up this, like we hang out this much a week. We all do this. So I felt like there was nowhere for me to go. And that, that is that's a big part of it. Yeah. There's nowhere to go other than like we move in. Yeah. We get engaged. We get engaged. <laughs> There's also like, you know, if you're the one that's bailing to do other things, you're like, well, this week I don't want to do four times this week. Yeah. And then now you're the one turning them down all the time. And then you feel like they're mad at you for that mm-hmm. or they're disappointed. And, you know, and you as the other side, you might be disappointed because you wanted to see them more because you like them. So it's like, it's just like the energies aren't matching. And like, and then you, you know, there's a point where you go, would I rather just not disappoint anyone? Yeah. Or keep doing this every week. And a lot of times I've been in that situation where I'm like, I just don't want to keep canceling. Yeah. And you go, uh, Hey, if you're looking for this amount, I don't have it to give. And, that's why I think for her, she has to be okay admitting, I want this amount. If she can say, hey, I'm not saying we have to be what we were for five times a week. I'm not saying, I'm saying there's days where I text you, you don't get back to me. And I'm left wondering if you're even like into me or not. Yeah. If, if, if I'm left feeling that way, I need to end that. Yeah, because you never want to feel like a bother. And then sometimes people do that weird game where they don't respond for two hours because they're trying to play hard to get. And it's like, I don't need that in my life. I'm not. I mean, I have been that guy where you go, I'm enjoying their company. I don't know what to do next. Yeah. I don't I don't know what the next move is. I don't know if I. I, And and it's not even like personal them. You just go, I don't know what i could it's either end this or go or we become something more yeah and and you don't want either you don't want either yeah Yeah. and so that's why sometimes it's even easier when someone goes hey i'm annoyed right now you didn't text me back and if it's just that you go oh hey my bad my bad yeah if it's like i'm annoyed right now we need to know i need to know where you are on a specific night of the week okay that's more than i'm willing to give you we need yeah. to end this yeah and don't send a paragraph text let me tell you paragraph checks <laughs> get a phone call meet up in person talk about your feelings it's so much better jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with at lil's michelle at lily michelle go at lil's michelle lily michelle was the name drug free used against me as a deal breaker or bs excuse dear papa jt all the feathering been a long time fan met a guy who was outspokenly emotionally outspokenly emotionally available and we went on a date that he describes going great and i was super into it as well he has two small kids lives an hour away so after our first date it got more and more complicated to hang out He could have bowed out at any time but kept persisting and trying to meet up with no follow-up because every day he had to let me down because something came up, whether a situation with his kids, his off-the-grid property, or whatever. On our date, he wanted to smoke weed and express his enjoyment in it. 
but I just can't wrap my head around this. I can't smoke due to working on a boat and getting randomly drug tested, but I never judge. And I'm a big fan of having beers and a good time. So this is confusing me. And just let me know if you think this is an absolute cowardly bullshit excuse. Screenshot below. Shelby, do we have the screenshot? Um, at 8.24 a.m., he sent this. Hey, so I was thinking last night, I haven't been around since we hung out and we have stuff in common, but I want a partner to share a joint with and you're great, but I'm still looking. Sorry, I hope you find your guy. Oh, so that's a deal breaker for him. So he basically after, so basically she writes, we're trying to hang out. We have one day and it goes great. Then we have these miscommunications, these cancellations. And then he sent a text that I want a partner I can smoke a joint with. This is important. What do you think? I, you know, if that's what he needs in a partner, then, and you don't like to do it, and it, you were like, I'm not judging, but I don't do it, then it doesn't feel like you guys are a match. Also, people feel like they need a concrete excuse to make a, yeah, to make any sort of decision. I hate the idea of like, is this bullshit? Yeah. Well, he doesn't want to be with you. Yeah. And that's the, the, the joint the, is a reason that he's using. It's an excuse. It's like he to just get you didn't to understand. Yeah, he was just like, "This is. It's just not about it." That's yeah, it. I, I, yeah, he doesn't. I'm sure he could. If the the most perfect person in his world came up and was like, yeah. uh, "You can go smoke a joint outside," he'd be like, "Okay, well, I don't give yeah, a shit." Exactly. It is bullshit, but it's not bullshit. I, the, you know, is it a bullshit that he doesn't want to see you anymore? No. Yeah. That's it. That's all that matters. And here's what I would say. What she's writing in about is like a very common issue of like, we went on one date and it went great. And then he, we kept trying to make things happen and it just never happened again. Then he's like bailing. Yeah, he's bailing because that. the second date is a, you are more of a responsibility than you were the first date. And yeah. that's okay. I, I The thing is, I go on so many first dates and the people I go on dates with are like, wow, this was great. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I can talk, but I yeah. didn't feel it, but I can talk to anybody. Like sure. we can have a good time, but then I don't follow up with a second date and I don't, I just. Yeah. And, and this guy's an hour away. He's got kids and he keeps creating excuses. He's yeah. going, if we go out again, I want certain things to happen. How do I know? You know, I want to be able to go out again, smoke a joint, smoke a joint. <laughs> I mean, and then like, let's see what happens. It'll be casual. But like, just by going on the second date, things aren't casual anymore. Yeah. You're like, saying, I like you enough to pick up my life and make it happen again. And yeah. he's looking, he's going, you know what? I bailed on this person so many times. I need a concrete excuse that makes it sound like I, that it's not because of them. Because it isn't because of you. It isn't because you weren't a great person. No, it, it just, he just didn't feel, there's no spark essentially. And he's using the spark of a joint to break it off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do one more. You ready? Yeah. We got one more. Everyone go follow Lily Michelle at Lil's Michelle on Instagram and Twitter. Hilarious comic caught in the middle of a broken engagement. Okay. <laughs> Dear Jared and guest feather feather, big fan of the pods. All that you do, I'll just get right into it. During COVID quarantine times, my husband and I, Hung out a lot with his best friend and his girlfriend. We live in a small town, so there wasn't much to do, and we all got really close. My husband has been has known both of them since high school, but I've known them for the past three years. They got engaged last year, and after about six months, his best friend unexpectedly and inexplicably ended their engagement. I reached out to her and offered help she, uh, if she needed anything or someone to talk to because he basically kicked her out of their house and cut off all communication. I just wanted to help my friend through this tough time, but it's been about three months, and every time we talk, it feels like she is just trying to get information on him. Where is he? Who is he hanging out with? Etc. And she keeps asking me to get my husband to do something or talk some sense into her ex. It's making me feel uncomfortable because I want to keep things 
I've heard from him and my husband about him private, but she's really won't let it go and it's putting me in an awkward position. I'm trying not to get more involved than I already am. Uh, how can I let her know that I that no one can force him to want to get back together without basically dumping her on his behalf for a second time? Do we have to pick a side when it comes to two close friends breaking up? Looking forward to hear your thoughts. What do you think? Well, I think you just be like, hey, I love you. You're my friend separately from this guy. And I don't want to talk about him. I want to make sure you're okay. Mm. And if you can't respect that boundary, then you can't be friends with her. Yeah, you don't have to pick a side yeah. in a breakup. One person can force you into not wanting to be on their side. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because that's what's happening here. They can make you so uncomfortable that you have to f- stop hanging out with them. Yeah. But yeah, you can't. You could just be like, I'm neutral here. I just like two of my friends. It sucks because it does feel like from that, from her side, from the person who was like looking for the info, it's like, are we friends? Like (laughs) a real friend would talk some shit. Let me know what's going on. But also a real friend wouldn't. Mm. A real friend, like if she, let's say, knew that the guy that left her, like, found someone new and is having a great time and happily moved on. Mm. She just want to tell that to the girl. She doesn't want to wanna... help her though. If she's like, yeah. Hey, she doesn't mention, he doesn't mention you at all. I know, he actually but... is like in a new place of life. Things are great for him. <laughs> He's really like doing well. I don't know if that would, <laughs> but at least that would be like jolt her enough to go. You need to, this yeah. isn't what it's about. I think what you said in the beginning is totally right. Like you have to let her know, like, Hey, I'm like, trying to be your friend yeah because i don't but you need to put up a boundary and mm. she as a friend back to you should respect that yeah that's a good way to see if that is a friendship you want to keep because if you put a boundary up and they don't respect that then that's not someone you can have in your life yeah i this is so tough because it's like their only connection is Is this this guy guy and maybe they need to go create new memories yeah. Maybe they need to go get drinks and go, you know, go to talk Miami. to guys, go to go yeah. on a trip together. And you know, there are things you can say. I think like that's the other the the you're not looking to give secrets about your husband's friend, but you can you can talk shit with your friend. You yeah. can say that's shitty the way he left. I don't Absolutely. know what's going on. You can you can talk about him. It can't be one of those things. I would hate to hang out with someone like that's a subject we don't touch. I'd be like, yeah. It's got to come up at some point. Yeah, like, you got to well, break the ice. There's an elephant in the room. He broke off the engagement. Like yeah. that has to be addressed. Yeah. But there is a thin line between we'll touch on the subject and yeah. get me the information. And track him on your phone. Find out. I need <laughs> yeah. to know everything. I need you to. Can no. I stalk his Instagram through your Instagram? No. 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 I'm, I'm here for your health. Your yeah. mental health is me getting you out of the house, getting yeah. you a couple drinks, going out with friends, creating new memories together. If you can do that, Great. Be cool, sister. <laughs> yeah. If you can't do that, we can't hang anymore. Absolutely. Because I'm in a position where I'm like, what am I going to do here? Well, I've had friends that like, I have a mutual friend with like someone I dated. Mm. And like when we hang out with that, my mutual friend and the guy I dated is gone. I never talk about the guy I dated. Yeah. Because I want our friendship to be outside of that. Yeah. And some people can't help themselves. Like there is nothing worse in the world when someone brings my attention to something I don't need in my life. Yeah, like if someone saw your ex and just told you about it and there's no really point of the story, it's like, you didn't need to tell me that. Why'd you do that? Yeah. Why'd you bring me here? Yeah. And I think you have to let them know that like, I'm not trying to do that to you in any way. 
Yeah. I'm here as your friend, and as your friend, I'm not going to say, like, they got a great new girlfriend. We fucking love her. Yeah. We hang with her all the time. Sure, we're like two peas in a pod. Yeah, like <laughs> she's part of the group. Happen pretty seamlessly. My children love her. Yeah, everyone's cool. Yeah. Isn't it crazy in the small town he found someone new just as good as you? Yeah. yeah you Kinda can't better. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't bring him up. You yeah. Know, like, he doesn't bring you up. It's You know, like, I think you have to, again, the boundaries, all that stuff. And it's just like, I get it. Like, I don't want to be... You don't want to be put in this position. It sucks. I'm trying to have fun too. Yeah. I mean, I brought this up. I went to like a uh, a friend event and I said that the weird part about when you're like, you go to these friends. I think the weird part about doing something, a career that's not like in the normal stream of life, the normal yeah. currents of life. Also not being married people pull you aside to let you know their hopes and dreams and <laughs> awful stories. Yeah. And this happens all the time. And it's like, you know, and you go and you're willing to be the soundboard because they, they also know that you're not like living by society's norms. So yeah. you're not going to judge them. You're going to be, you're cool with, you know, weird lifestyle, and weird stories. And you go, yeah, I'm here for you. But there's a point where you go, I got stories too. I I, I kind of want to be normal too. I want to like hang and have a yeah. drink and not have to deal with I want a back and forth, not kind of just like a podcast being told to me totally. in real life where it's like you can't. Maybe that that's a good way to explain. Too. That's a good way to explain it. Yeah. To them, it'd be like, "Hey, I feel like you're, I'm, being forced to be your podcast." <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it happens after shows all the time. You get someone that comes up to you and go, and they tell you their life story, and they yeah. tell you so much, and you're like, "Hey, I just am doing my job real quick." <laughs> <laughs> Happy you connected. Follow on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Lily Michelle, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Fantastic having you on the J Train Podcast. The first time, go follow at Lil's Michelle on Instagram. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.